really pleased with today's work. Uh, it was a big game. Um, and the nature of the way the league goes, if we keep winning, the next game becomes just as big, and if not bigger. And uh, we want to play meaningful games. You know, we put ourselves in a position where we have to be winning games now. Uh, we can't be uh, relying on others. We've got to go and deal with our business and uh, can continue in that manner, as we've done of late, coming from behind and showing that determination. Uh, we'll not be far away from what we want to achieve this season. Cheers. Thank you. Once you get your boots on, you're out in the training pitch, uh, you're just thinking about what needs to be done. Uh, and the focus will be on the game tomorrow. You know, and we're professionals, no matter what's going on. We've got a job to do and to get three points to try and win for the club. And um, we know the importance of the game. Um, but, you know, when people are dying from a virus or all the rest of it, it's like everything that, of course, that becomes um, so important and it's only natural that it's dominating conversations. Actually, fixtures due to be played this evening, including Motherwell against Aberdeen at Fir Park. But in the last hour, the joint response group, uh, which is made up with the SFA and SPFL, released a statement where they confirmed the suspension of all domestic, professional and grassroots football under the jurisdiction of the Scottish FA until further notice. There is no date... COVID-19 is the biggest challenge of our lifetimes. The number of cases is set to rise sharply. We must do all we can to slow it down and save lives. But we must also reduce the number of people we meet and come into contact with. That means staying at home if you or anyone in your house has a high temperature or a new and persistent cough. But I close on a note of hope and belief. This crisis is reminding us just how fragile our world is. But it is also reminding us what really matters. Health, love, solidarity. With compassion and kindness, and with the dedication and expertise of our NHS, we can and we will get through this. Thank you for all you are doing to help. The club wants to be at the heart of this, being a vehicle, whether it's players, uh, management team um, or staff, team members at, um, at the club um, and our community trust um, as well. Um, it's uh, really important for us to feel like we're offering something to the community. So today's announcement about our involvement proactively with our own folk um, is clearly important to us, it's important to the city. Hi Dennis, it's uh, Andrew Constein from Aberdeen Football Club here. Aberdeen Football Club, the last of few of their ex-players. Just to see how you are, how you coping and how you doing. I'm an okay as well, is he there? Yes, he's here, just a second, I'll get him for you. No worries. Um, there's a time up in Northfield, um, kids and that were standing at the window, um, waving at you, cheering at you and things like that. Kind of brought a wee tear to the eye. Um, but yeah, um, general outcomes, uh, very, very grateful. Yeah, I think it's it's always good to get back in the season, but we're all in for time. Um, you know, obviously, we've been 
uh, who players and staff has been a lot going on. But, um, I do think we took the sale back a few weeks ago and um, the thought of actually being here was maybe a wee bit far-fetched. We didn't actually think it was going to uh, move as quickly as it has. Since we've been back into the contact, it's, it's been really good. Um, training's been great. Just good to get the ball at our feet again and, and just get back to what we're, we love doing. If, if any of that's find it difficult to get themselves up for a game against Rangers, then they shouldn't be. This has happened. COVID-19 has happened. I think as a club overall, everyone, fans, staff, everyone has done an amazing job. And I'm heartened by that. And I think that given what we've had to go through, we're coming through this really well. We're by no means are we out of the woods yet with this. But look, we are working feverishly at the club and as a board and as a management team to get through this. And as I've said all along, the fans have been brilliant. We can't do it without the fans. We have to bring those guys along. They are the heartbeat of the club. As I've said, it's not my club, it's our club. Hello and welcome to the AFC Don's Cast. It's Graeme Mackay here on Tuesday the 4th of August. Five months, 21 weeks and 147 days later and the curtain was raised at Pataudry for the start of the new Scottish Premiership season. And you would think that the season was over for us if you look at the social media meltdown following the match against Rangers on Saturday. It was a lacklustre affair for the Dons, to be fair, especially in the first half, with no breakthrough for us. However, for all their possession, Rangers rarely threatened until a chest flip from Ayanis Hadji found Morelos on the halfway line, and the striker slipped through for Kent to put the shot past Joe Lewis. That was the solitary goal of the game in the 21st minute. The second half looked slightly more encouraging with the introduction of new signing Ryan Edmondson. He looks promising. However, the Dons were reduced to 10 men in the 86th minute when Andy Constein was shown a straight red card for going in on Scott Arfield and catching him with the follow-through. All in all, not the best of performances for home viewers. It was Aberdeen 0, Rangers 1. second half was far more of a game. Um... We, uh, we had um, would like to have tried to uh, work the goalkeeper more. I think biggest chance clearly was set play when Scotty kind of quite get out his feet. The boy defends it well, um, but I always felt it was a goal in us. I felt it was um, at one 0 The game was never dead, and you know we made uh, like I say, Rangers are a good a good side, we got good players. But I thought second half we we made them defend, we made them defend their box more, we made them run towards the goal more, and I just thought we could have looked after the ball a wee bit more when we turned over possession and shown a wee bit more quality in the first uh, with that first pass or right, that action to, to drive and go and commit defenders so you know it's the first game it's a, it was a tough start for us against a good side um, but there was enough there to show the players willingness to keep going the willingness to try and do the right thing um, and I thought we get got better as the game went on yeah it's a, a hard one to take I think first 20-25 minutes weren't great at all we didn't quite have our distances right and um, we're probably far too passive I thought towards the end of the first half we were a wee bit better and then second half we, we limited their chances although we didn't really carry a threat going, going the other way at all with um, a half chance from, from Matty's free kick and there was a wee bit of scramble on the goal but other than that we didn't really create too much Tuning in to the AFC Donscast each week 
couldn't be easier. We're on all the popular platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, and Stitcher. And on the web at our website, afcdonscast.co.uk. Catch us on the big screen via Apple TV and on the road via Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Got a smart speaker? Just say, play AFC Donscast. One podcast. Listen everywhere. Every Tuesday evening from 8. Okay, let's catch up with the added opening weekend fixtures. Dundee United mark their premiership return with a one-all draw against St Johnston at Tannadice. Nicky Clark gave United an early lead from the penalty spot, but Saints equalised through Liam Craig despite having Michael O'Halloran sent off. Hibs beat Kilmarnock 2-1 at Easter Road thanks to a Martin Boyle double. Chris Burke pulled one back just before half-time, but Kelly couldn't find an equaliser. A first-half goal from defender Richard Tate on his debut proved decisive as Summerland edged out Livingston 1-0 in Paisley. On Sunday, Odson Edwards scored a hat-trick as Celtic began their defence of their Premiership trophy with a 5-1 win over Hamilton Ackies. Edward and Jeremy Frimpong had Neil Lennon's side two goals ahead, but the visitors pulled one back before half-time when Scott Martin's shot went off Julian. Two more goals from Edward shortly after the break and a late strike from Patrick Kamala sealed the win for Celtic. Yesterday evening, Ross County beat Motherwell 1-0 in their opening game of the season. Ross Stewart scored the only goal from the penalty spot midway through the first half as County kicked off with a win at the Global Energy Stadium. Liam Donnelly sent a 73rd-minute spot kick wide at the post for Motherwell, who had new signing Callum Lang red-carded late on. Yeah, we've come a long way. Day after day after day of sacrifices, hardships, patience... Scotland, we've done ourselves proud and it feels like now the cloud may be lifting but now is not the time to stop this virus is not done let's not undo all that good work progress made as one a brighter future is in sight if we do this right we'll stick to it with all our might because we are Scotland Let's catch up with other news then. And Tommy Hoban has joined the Dons on a short-term deal until January. The defender has been training with Aberdeen to finish his rehab after he was injured whilst playing for the Dons. He had been out for a year since he injured his knee in our game against St Mirren. Tommy has been allocated shirt number three. Aberdeen have allocated their squad numbers for this season. The main changes are Funzo Ojo has been allocated shirt 8, Johnny Hayes 17, Bruce Anderson 21, Ronald Hernandez shirt 22 and the introduction of youngsters Mark Gallagher, Michael Ruth, Jack McKenzie, Tom Ritchie, Connor Barron, Kevin Hanratty, Luke Turner, Michael Dangana and Calvin Ramsey into the first team lineup. A full list of squad numbers are on the Inverness Reds website. Meanwhile, Aberdeen have signed Leeds United striker Ryan Edmondson on loan until January. The Dons were forced to move for the 19-year-old after star striker Sam Cosgrove joined Curtis Main on the treatment table for the season's start. Cosgrove has a knee cartilage injury which could keep him out until November while Main has a thigh strain leaving only Bruce Anderson to play up top. Ryan has made two first-team appearances for the Whites since joining the club in 2017 from York City and has been a regular for the under-23s over the past two seasons. Ryan will wear squad number 32. 
Scottish football faces a season of issues, but SPFL Chief Executive Neil Doncaster says the game is as well equipped as it can be to deal with it. The 2021 Scottish Premiership campaign began on Saturday behind closed doors until at least September. Testing for players and staff is in place with two positives so far, but Doncaster says uncertainty reigns. The only certainty is that we don't know how this is going to progress. Doncaster welcomed the news that some fans may be able to return to stadiums from the 14th of September. In the interim, many season ticket holders can only watch their teams on digital streams, while fans can also buy single games pay for view. First Minister Nicola Sturgeon has said some test events could take place earlier than the 14th of September to iron out any potential issues. Scottish Premiership clubs have approved a temporary rule change to allow the use of up to five subs this season. The rule came into effect last weekend for the opening Scottish Premiership fixtures and means clubs will be able to name nine players on the bench and use five of them but only at three intervals during the game. Scottish women's football has announced that Premier League 1 and 2 as well as the Championship Leagues will restart on the 18th of October. The news is a boost for Aberdeen women who had played one game of their SWPL2 return when coronavirus shut down football on March the 13th. The original 2020 season has been declared null and void and the leagues will now play a 2021 season following the traditional winter format. The full fixture calendars will be released on the 21st of August. And finally, Aberdeen FC mascot Angus the Bull officially opened the northeast newest McDonald's restaurant last week. The fast food chain opened its newest outlet in West Hill, a stone's throw away from the Don's new proposed stadium at Kingsford. These are the nights where history is made and players stand up to be counted. Across the continent, we unite. Striving together, from home turf to distant lands, igniting a passion and energy in us all. The energy builds, wave upon wave, with each tackle, in every shot, in the roar of the crowd. Through the highs and the lows, pushing us further, driving us on to European glory. The UEFA Europa League. We haven't had much to look forward to during lockdown and unfortunately we haven't got good news for those of you looking forward to going to the evening with Willie Miller at Eden Court in Inverness. That was due to take place on the 29th of September. The venue has announced that all scheduled live performances until the 4th of December will now not take place. This is the second date change for the event. At the moment, we don't know whether we'll actually go ahead or not, although we do are due to find out next week. Ticket holders will be contacted by the sales team at Eden Court at least one week before they were due to attend to provide options if the event is cancelled or rescheduled. You've got just under a month to get your feedback in for the AFC Big Supporters Survey. It closes at the end of August and all your feedback will be shared with the club and you also have the chance to win a new Aberdeen home or away shirt. Fill out the survey at invernessreds.co.uk forward slash survey 2020. 
Match day two is away to St Johnston at McDermott Park for the 12.30pm kickoff this Saturday live on Sky Sports. You'll be able to watch the match if you're a Sky Sports subscriber on Sky, Virgin Media and BT TV. And if you have Now TV, you can get a day pass for £9.99. For supporters abroad, Red TV International will be showing the game live with audio for UK and Ireland subscribers. The AFC Donscast will be back with all the post-match reaction from the St Johnston match next Tuesday. And on Saturday during the match, you can keep up to date with live score updates and stats on the Inverness Reds website, invernessreds.co.uk, and on our social media on Twitter and Facebook. Just search for us using Inverness Reds. Till next Tuesday, thanks for listening, stay safe and stand free. That's all for this week. More Aberdeen news next Tuesday evening from 8.